When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to that Chelsea podcast, episode eight, the one where we go to the FA Cup final. I'm joined as always by Jack Davies. How are we doing, fella? Yeah, buzzing after yesterday, mate, as I'm sure all the Chelsea fans are. Yep, yep. Perfect performance yesterday. (laughs) On the podcast today, we'll quickly go over that Norwich game that happened midweek last week. It was a pretty dull game, so we won't spend too long on it. We'll then discuss Leicester's loss to Spurs yesterday. Thank you, thank you, Jose. And obviously look back at yesterday's brilliant performance against Manchester United in the FA Cup semi-final before we look ahead to the remaining two league games of the season. A great chance to secure Champions League football. Right, Jack, we've got to start. Last Tuesday, we took on Norwich. Amazingly, we were still third going into it, thanks to Leicester losing at Bournemouth. United dropping points at home to Southampton. We just had to win. We did. It wasn't pretty. It was quite dull, slow. The play, you know, certain players I thought pretty poor, but we got the win. Yeah, you can say that again. I thought we were very poor, very poor indeed. Um, although they didn't look like scoring at all. We didn't. I don't think we really looked like scoring, even though we had all the ball, everything. Um, at the end of the day, I just was happy to get the three points at the end. Um, it's getting to that stage in the season now. You just need the points. Although my dad's, even my dad said to me, well, "We can't be playing like that." But I was like, "Dad, we just need the three points for this game." Um, luckily, put in a good performance yesterday. Um, but yeah, it was yeah one of those just. Take the three points onto the next one. 
Yeah, exactly. Won't we won't spend too long on it. It was pretty quite tough watching at times. It was just a bit slow. There wasn't really that energy. I think, you know, that was a game that was just crying out for Mason to yeah. play in. But obviously he was remained on the bench. We got the winner thanks to an Olivier Giroud header. Great cross from Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Get us that goal. It came at an important time right at the end of the first half. And then yeah, we 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 got the job done. There's not we don't really need to spend too long on it. Um okay. So moving on after that, Leicester then beat Sheffield United 2-0. So the gap over them was back down to one point. United then had uh, a bit of luck thanks to VAR against Crystal Palace. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so the gap to them is also one point. Before our FA Cup semi-final yesterday, Leicester took on Spurs and Agent Jose did us a solid. His Spurs team beat them 3-0. And now, again, from the last time we spoke, we were in, you know, the mood wasn't great. We thought, oh, we we might have blown it here. Yeah. Now got to get one win from our last two league games, and even then, a point might a point from those two might be enough. We don't know. We're so so close to top four, Jack. Yeah, so close. Well, it's, at least it's in our hands. That's all I say. So it's down to us. Just going go out there and just get the job done. Um, I think against Liverpool, based on their recent performances since come back from lockdown. I think they've only picked up seven points. So I think I genuinely think we've got a good opportunity to try and get some points off them on Tuesday or Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Um and then Wolves at home is a hard game, but again, yeah, just down to at least it's down to us. At least we're not relying on other results. Um because that's, that's a horrible place to be in last weekend when we were thinking, oh, no. And, yeah, it was funny at the end when both of them dropped points, but it, I hate that. I hate that feeling of having to rely on other teams. Yeah, exactly. Look, the motivation is there. Win at Anfield on Wednesday night and we're in the Champions League next season. It's as simple as that. I know there's, not, there's a short turnaround. There's only three days from that brilliant performance yesterday. Mm -hmm. But we, we're not going to get a better chance. Leicester... You know, they, they are struggling. Yeah. They have struggled since the restart. And they've only got their two wins in the league were Crystal Palace at home and Sheffield United at home. And, you know, we're looking at them dropping points with Watford, who've sat mm -hmm. their fourth manager, sat their, sorry, sat their third manager and on to their fourth manager of the season. Sacked, you know, dropped points home to Brighton. They have struggled since the restart. So, and their last game is Man United as well. So, yeah. we're close. We are so, we're, so close. Yeah. So, again, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Jose. Thank you, Harry Kane for, thank you, Spurs for basically just destroying expected goals and winning three nil. Um, don't want to give them too much praise because you know it's not it's not a great it's not great when we're sort of wanting Spurs to to do us a favour, but they did. So thank you for that. And obviously that raised the mood going into the semi final yesterday. You know we kind of knew well we're still going to be in the top four after the next round of matches anyway at worst. Went into the semi-final against Manchester United. Team news came in. We had three at the back. I was happy with that. I was very, in general, I was very happy with that team. Caballero in goal didn't really make a difference because he didn't really have to do anything. 
But yeah, that Jack just quit for team selection with Frank spot on. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy with that. Um, thought, yeah, playing the three at the back to counter, you know, even though they didn't, all three didn't start, but to counter United's attacking threat, um, I thought that was the best way forward, 100%. Um, could probably a good idea to give Pulisic a rest as well. He's played a lot of football. Um, and that means he'll be fresh for Wednesday against Liverpool. So that's a good sign. Um, yeah, was I was very happy with the team. Good jury was starting up front again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Frank said, you know, Pulisic, you know, might it would have it would have been a risk to start him. Yeah. But that's why he was was on the bench. Obviously, yeah. the lineup we saw it was a free. You saw that three four three or whatever. Kovacic and Jorginho in the midfield. We saw Mason play out on the wing, which we've seen in him sort of perform that role in, you know, similar games when we've used the three, three at the back. And obviously, Willian on the other wing, Olivier Giroud up top. It was a game we just controlled. It was reminiscent, yeah. like, in terms of just domination of a game, again, it, it just is similar to Spurs away where we just dominated them. But United yeah. didn't really cause us any problems with all their attacking quality on the pitch. Yeah, not really, not really anything at all. I can't really think. There's a couple of passes that Bruno played through that were good passes, but no one could get on the end of them. But other than that, I can't really think of too many opportunities given away at all. Um, it was one of those, though, when we were on top dominating in the first half, especially, I was like, we need to score now. We need to capitalise on ha having the domination in the game. We need to score. So that goal, literally right before half time, however many added minutes on it was like eleven minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, the fact that we scored our first goal in the fifty, our first goal in the fifty seventh minute, and our second goal in the forty sixth minute, kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're talking about that first goal comes as Pilaqueta sort of playing as the right centre back, sort of overlaps, gets a, puts a cross in. Olivier Giroud gets in front of Lindelof, I believe. Yeah. Pokes it past the hair. Look, you can argue if the hair does better, but that's what Olivier Giroud's great at, yeah. getting in front of someone, getting a flick on. And we yeah, get he, half time one up. He was he was unreal yesterday, honestly. Top notch. Oh, what I loved as well, I was saying with my dad watching we were dominating, playing the ball around at the back, making it look easy, but at the same time when we needed to just launch it long and more often than not, he was there. Gave gave Harry Maguire had he had a tough game I thought against Giroud yesterday. Um, yeah. Giroud was just there, able to hold it up, bring other players into into the game, and yeah, I thought he was class as well. Every, I can't really fault anyone. To be fair, everyone was quality. Everyone knew their jobs yesterday. The pressing, the desire to want to get up the pitch, put pressure on them, make them make make mistakes. It was yeah. It was definitely, for me, it was our best performance of the season, 100%. Yeah, what a time to have it in an FA Cup semi-final. Obviously, we're at half, we go into half-time, 1-0 up. The second half's a dream start. And we you just talked about the pressing there. It comes from that. We force United into a mistake. Brandon Williams plays an awful ball back in field. Mason intercepts. And he just he drives. I mean, he takes a shot. And oh, look, De Gea, De Gea needs to save it. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Your goalkeeper needs to save that. But that, all, but that goal doesn't happen if Mason doesn't, and if the team doesn't put pressure on him and they don't yeah. press as a unit, yeah. and if Mason doesn't take the shot, 
But that was a dream start to the second half. Exactly. And then from there on in, we looked very comfortable. Um, get the third one before we finished it off. Don't know what Callum was doing, giving that penalty away. That is <laughs> one of the most silly things I've seen and I thought from it. It obviously gets everyone thinking for a few minutes. Oh, no. Last, like, ten minutes. Oh, what's going to happen now? But we held on fine. And that's a cup final. That could possibly be possibly be a top four finish and and a potential trophy in Frank's first season, which I think would be absolutely quality first season if we can pull those both off. Yeah, obviously we go 3-0 up again. Again, it's a brilliant ball in. Marcus Alonso. At first, I thought, oh, Rud- Rudiger scored. That's going to go down well on, on all the Chelsea social media platforms. Turns out it was a Harry Maguire own goal, which was actually, I think, you know, also went down delightfully well, given the, na- <laughs> given the history Harry Maguire has had with Chelsea this season. We're free nil up. Confidence was just flowing, man. Honestly, like at the end, we, we could have put four or five past them. Honestly, it was just so good from us. Yeah. That's what Frank said as well in his interview. He said could have had more goals. And when you're saying that against a big team like United, you know you've had a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, we mentioned Callum gives away the penalty there. To me, it just seems like he was just trying too hard. It, it sort of seems like he's been coming on recently. He's just been trying a bit too hard, just really trying to make that impression to get the opportunity. Yeah. And you could just yeah. sense it coming because he had a lot. I think he had at least one nibble in, in the box before he actually yeah, yeah. down as well. And you're just like, oh, Callum, man. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing there. But maybe it's just inexperience. Um, or like you say, just try, trying to impress. It's hard, it is hard for him coming on for only like 10, 15 minutes to make an impact straight away. Um, but he had a good chance, to be fair, when him and Tammy... Oh, yeah. Way, uh, way up the up the right side. That was that was decent to be fair. Um yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. And I have to say, like, we've been sort of, you know, it can be fairly critical of Tammy's recent performances again. But again, I thought yesterday he came on, you know, he didn't really have an opp- that big of an opportunity to impress, but he worked hard and then obviously yeah. say created that chance 100%. for Callum at the end. Hundred percent. I was thinking he'd be spurred on as well from seeing Giroud. I know Giroud's not the most mobile bloke, is he? But honestly, the amount of times yesterday De Gea or one of the two centre-backs picked it up, he was sprinting at them. And I saw it countless times yesterday. And then when Tammy came on, he was doing the exact same thing. And that's good to see from the players coming off the bench, having the same desire. It shows shows Frank's doing something right in the dressing room. Um to keep all those all those egos and personalities uh, right behind him sort of thing. Yeah, again, I just want to quickly talk on that midfield, that midfield two of Kovacic and Jorginho. I thought they were superb. I yeah. thought Jorginho against Norwich, to be honest, stunk the place out and was honestly one of the worst players on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, he was on, I honestly thought he was dreadful against Norwich and Kovacic was probably one of the few bright sparks against Norwich, you know, trying mm-hmm. to break the lines and... Yeah. with his passing but again yesterday those two against Manchester United were superb quality yeah so so aggressive as well as particularly um, Jorginho into every tackle onto people straight away 
gave Bruno a kick quite early on. And I was like, yeah, we like that. Come on. <laughs> oh, one, of, one of my favourite moments yesterday was when Kovacic, like, because he took, he took out Bruno a couple of times. But the second time, like, he doesn't even, he barely touches him. And then you see, like, Bruno's delayed reaction, like, a few seconds later, just going down. And you're just going, oh, this is, this is what like, we've got to put up with. He does like uh, throwing himself to the ground, that bloke. Um, but, yeah, both of them, Kovacic was running their midfield right, honestly. I think he's. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Sometimes he's honestly unreal. Been our best player this season for me, hundred percent. Um, yeah, just still buzzing from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big smile on your face says the story. Yeah, again, look, Kovacic was brilliant. The amount of time he just broke, just broke the lines. He just glide past players. Yeah. Just so effortless. Look, again, being picky again a couple of times. His final ball wasn't great, and he he'll know he's got to work on that. It's it's abundantly clear that what that final third is an area he needs to yeah. improve on. You know, because the goals and assists tell the tale there, really. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's super honestly, him and Jorginho in that midfield too. Bear in mind, we've you know sort of struggled without Kante in recent sort of weeks. You know, trying to be defensively solid, just su- just superb. And again, I want to. Give some praise for the back back line today. Tony Rudiger, Kurt Zuma, solid man. Yeah. They, it's a partnership that works. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in recent weeks, but when those two play together, we seem to we defend quite well. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah very happy with that, and I think for those last few last two league games at least, I think that's we've got to use that same formation. As well as it's worked yesterday, I think take that forward and see if they can perform again through that formation. Yep. Again, just before we, I guess, close off on sort of running play, I just want to give again word word for Reese James. You know, we've, yeah. we've documented on the podcast mm-hmm. recently how we he struggled since yeah the restart, putting quite a few average performances. When he came off the bench against Norwich for the last ten fifteen minutes or whatever on Tuesday on Tuesday night, he was lively, putting a couple of dangerous balls. And then again, yes, yesterday felt, look, hopefully a real coming-of-age performance from Reese because as well as how good he was going forward attacking-wise, he was solid defensively. Very, yeah, very solid. Recently. Yeah, I mean, he's been getting a bit of stick recently, 100%, um, and stood up on the big stage. Um, I saw a few stats about him against United. 45 passes, 96% pass accuracy. Three successful dribbles, two out of two accurate long balls, two tackles, one, four interceptions, one clearance. Um, yeah. yeah, so defensively was class and going forward. I think just having that that overload from the sort of right and left centre-backs picking the ball up and then the wing-backs wing, wing backs can really push on. Um, I noticed that quite a few times yesterday, having that overload on the wings was very beneficial. And then... He put in a few decent crosses yesterday. There was one straight across the face of goal. I was like, how has no one just got on the end of that? Um, but yeah, he was very impressive. Yep, ne- nearly got a goal as well. Obviously, his, his head yep. is sort of saved by De Gea in the lead up to that third mm-hmm. Chelsea goal. Yep. So Chelsea beat Manchester United 3-1 at Wembley to set up an FA Cup final date on the 1st of August with Arsenal. Um, <laughs> 
Yep. If anyone listened to an earlier pod, we did. I literally said Arsenal have got no chance. It's going to be us or United v City in the final. So, uh, yep, that went well. Uh, Arsenal actually, to be fair, they played very well against Man City, defended well and took their chances. So, obviously, we've got a tough, tough game Mm -hmm. against Arsenal in the final to come. But before that, Frank's made it abundantly clear we've got two more finals to play before then. Those two games are Liverpool and Wolves. And if you, to be fair, if you'd asked me about those games before we played United yesterday, I'd have been nervous because the performances in recent games, we'd struggled. We'd struggled to really look like we're going to score and we'd look quite suspect defensively. Mm-hmm. How much did yesterday's performance, I know obviously it's not the league, it's the FA Cup, but how much did that ease any potential nerves about this Chelsea team getting over the line for top four? Um, I, I personally, I still sound nervous about it. Um, but massively for the team, I think that will give them a lot of confidence going into those last two games. Because, like I said, that definitely one of our best performances this season. I think it was our best performance, but it's definitely up there with the two Spurs games. Um, so yeah, I mean, when you put in a shift like that from every single player. I bet the dressing room was absolutely buzzing after the game. And, yeah, like I said, they've just take that into the next two games. And if we play like we did yesterday, then we'll have no problem whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. The first task at hand is going to the newly crowned champions, Liverpool. Uh, as I said, they have struggled a bit since the restart. They lost to Arsenal uh, last week. And... Mm-hmm. They drew at, Bert, drew at home to Burnley, I think, before that. They, in general, they've not quite looked, you know, the same, understandable, really, the drop-off from being champions. But obviously, we played Liverpool three times this season. Yeah. The Super Cup, lost on pens. Very unlucky there. Yeah. The game at Stamford Bridge, we lost in the league 2-1 because of two set-piece goals. And the second half, we were basically all over them and really yeah. should have at least got a point. And then, obviously, we beat them in the FA Cup fifth round on our route to the final when what was arguably again one of our better performances this season uh bear in mind that all three games against Liverpool we've given them a really good go and we've been unlucky to not get more than one win from those how confident are you that we can get some sort of result on Wednesday night yeah like you said we've had some Good. We've played well in the games against them this season. Just maybe a few things haven't gone our way. Not clinical enough. We've said that a lot this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, given their form as well, um, you would like to back us getting something from the game. Not not saying we'll definitely go and win, but I reckon we can go and give them a good, give them a good game. Hopefully, pick something up. Um, I mean, a point. I'd take a point definitely. That'd be that'd be a good result. Um, and like we said, with people like Pulisic being rested, I think it was one of those. If we were losing, I reckon he would have risked it and thrown him on. But luckily, we he didn't have didn't have to come on yesterday. So having a player like that fresh is a, a big positive for Wednesday. And yeah, hopefully, go and get something. Yeah, again, look, we've got two big games. We'll talk about Wolves in a second. I'm just going to guess, stick with the three at the back for at least these last two league games. Yeah, I'd say so, especially against Wolves, like you said, because 
uh, they play that as well. So I'll try and match them up. Yeah, yeah. I guess obviously the team selection will be interesting. I imagine we'll see Christian Pulisic come back in, whether that be for Woodian or Mason Mount. We shall see yeah. because if we play free, I would imagine we'll still see Kovacic and Jorginho in the midfield too, unless N'Golo Kante is fit. We'll have to yeah wait and see. Uh, obviously, that's one of the next two games. The other game is Wolves on the final day. There's a strong chance that, and obviously, if we don't beat uh, Liverpool on Wednesday night, that it's going to go down to the final day for Champions League qualification. <laughs> Wolves can't qualify for the Champions League, but obviously they're still in the hunt for the Europa League places. Uh, they're a solid team. They're, they're a good defensive. They're solid. Say they're well organised. Attacking-wise, they're a threat. We know they're threats, but perhaps given the performance, you know, against a, a team like Manchester United, we managed to contain them. We can we can do the same against Wolves, I think. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. have to wait and see. Um, it, at the end of the day, it is two very difficult last fixtures. Um, but we should be going in with great confidence from yesterday. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite tough, obviously, because also, but look, we, the situation is if we get a point against uh, at Liverpool, then Leicester need to beat Manchester United in the last game of the season. If we lose, if we say, if we only get one, if we don't get any points from our next two league games, then Leicester only need a point against Man United. The point is Leicester need a result against Manchester United on that final day, which will obviously can help us, but also will probably play into Manchester United hands as well. We'd look, we've said we don't want to be relying on others, you know, to get us over the line. And ultimately I would be disappointed if we didn't win one of our last two games. But fingers crossed we get yeah, over I mean, the line. It, uh, it. It sounds bad to say that like our season's coming down to just three games, but it it really is sort of thing. Is if we come out of these three games and we don't get top four and we haven't won a trophy, uh, the season's going to be looked on very differently. I think. Yeah, exactly. Look, and we we you know we've said you know the start of the season you'd offered us being in third with two games to go, being in an FA Cup final. Being in the round of 16 of the Champions League, obviously, you know, that's going to be very tough to, to overcome. But you, we'd have been your hand off for that, wouldn't we? It's yeah, been, the team has surprised us. We've, you know, surpassed our expectations, a lot of people's expectations. But obviously, when you get this close, mm. and you've been in that position for so long, you want to get over the line. You want to just go and get the job done, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, I say one thing that's given me confidence. Again, I was listening to Brendan Rogers post-match. And he said Leicester have achieved their targets for the season of qualifying for European football. Bear in mind that they were 14 points clear, I think, of Manchester United at one point. That, to me, says a lot about that mentality at Leicester. I'm not, not, you know, they've had a fantastic season, but the fact that you know, it's not a sense of like what could have been or we're not like feeling regret surprises me. And again, just fills me with confidence that they won't, get the points required to overtake us. Yeah. So look, we'll wait and see. It's going to be a nervy week. <laughs> it, was, it was a nervy week from Sheffield United. 
leading up to yesterday, and it was a good week on the whole. It was a good yeah. week on the whole. Destiny is in our own hands, which is, again, if you said that after losing to Sheffield United in the manner which we played, you'd have laughed. Mm-hmm. The job is simple. Three points from the next two games guarantees Champions League football at Stamford Bridge next season. And this could still be a very, very special season and one that we'll talk about for a long time. And also one that could be really, really crucial in the development of this team because we've seen a lot of big performances this season. You know, we look at who, you know, the team of Frank. Frank, they've gone to Ajax and won. They've beaten the Spurs team twice. They've beaten Everton, you know, under Angelotti. They've beaten, you're now beaten United. They've beaten City under Guardiola. They've beaten Liverpool under Klopp. They've gone to the Emirates and won. There has been a lot of big, big performances this season. So just talking about how big do you think, obviously, top four and winning the FA Cup would be for this team's development and Frank's like development and this whole project as a whole? Yeah, it'd be massive. Top four is vital for us if we want to go and get to that next level. You need to be playing Champions League football at a club like Chelsea, um, and especially with new signings coming in, uh, not just like who we've already signed, but potential other signings. They want to be able to come to a club with Champions League football. Um, and for the experience for the youngsters to have gone a season and and got top four and a potential trophy um it's it's huge it's huge um and yeah hopefully it's just a stepping stone to us trying to get back to where we should be challenging for challenging for titles uh challenging for league titles challenging in europe and then yeah just going and winning trophies i mean and to have the opportunity to potentially win a trophy this season in in Frank Lampard's first season is yeah it's very special so hope i mean i don't like playing arsenal we've had a lot of finals against them in recent years yeah arsenal's fa cup final record against us i believe is play <laughs> 2 1 2 so yeah. third time's a charm eh? hopefully hopefully yeah um but yeah right then thank you everyone for listening to the latest episode of that chelsea podcast a quick reminder if you're on twitter you can follow us at that chelsea pod on instagram at that chelsea podcast we will next see you after the conclusion of the premier league when we played liverpool and wolves where we'll know if we're in the champions league next season until the next episode everybody keep a blue flag flying eye Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.